Hello Northampton Elam Church. It's a joy to be able to bring a message to you today. Frustrated that I am not in the Decor Theatre. Maybe one day very soon um, I will be able to be. It's just a, um, a, a great a joy to see, watch, hear all that God is doing through your church. Well done in all that you are able to do for the community, for one another, for the glory of God. So I'm coming into this series um, which is entitled Rooted that you've been journeying with over the last uh, several Sundays and today I want to talk to you about being rooted into the church. About five years ago a survey was done in the then population of 61 million people in the UK and 35 million out of the 61 million identified themselves as being Christian. Fantastic. However, out of the 35 million people, only 9 million people actually said that they went to church. Let me share with you about being rooted in, into church and what that means. Firstly, rooted into church means that you will never be the centre of the universe. And that is a good thing. The Apostle Paul writes this in Ephesians 3, verse 17 to 19. I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with all the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Paul is writing isolated in a prison in Rome and he's writing to the enforced, scattered individuals right across the region of Asia Minor, scattered because of persecution. And he tells them to be rooted. You see, it is possible to be scattered and rooted into the church. My prayer is that as we do eventually come out of this pandemic and we go back to whatever normality it is, we go back to our buildings, that eventually we not only have a renewed love for the church, but that our neighbours may have found a love for us also, and that we will reach the 26 million people who either had left the church at some point or who had never crossed the threshold. Outside my window here, there are uh, uh, just a bunch of trees and uh, in those trees are uh, crows that seem to gather there and they are drowning out the beautiful sound of the singing from the birds who were actually created to sing. The crows outside my window, they think that they can sing but they cannot. They occupy the trees thinking that they own them, but they do not. When they arrive into the trees, the other birds fly away and they are arrogant and they are dominant. And I think I'm going to have to do a study on why on earth they exist in the first place, because I can't think of one reason. Let me tell you a story about a crow. A crow wanted to know where the centre of the universe was and so he landed on the highest tree that he could find and he he looked to the horizon on the left and on the right each was the same distance apart but just to be sure he flew further and landed on another tall tree and again looked at the distant horizons on his left and his right and again they were equidistant on the third tree 
he looked around and said to himself, Oh, I see. I am the centre of the universe. Well, the lesson is uh, don't be a crow. You are not that important and that's good. And the church tells you this. Community tells you this. See, our society protects the violations of our rights. Our rights have become more important than community. But the result has been that we have many nomads, rootless people, moving around in circles of life, moving from one community to another community, belonging to no one, one church to the next church. From day one of lockdown, the message of the church to the church has been this, connect. It has been the thing that leaders have focused upon the most. Coming out of lockdown, we should be seeing more than anything that the church has improved in its community. Can I stay with the crow theme for a moment? A crow, half dead with thirst, came upon a bucket which had once been full of water. But when the crow put its beak into the mouth of the bucket, he found that only very little water was left in it and that he could not reach far enough down to get at that small water. He tried and he tried, but at last he gave up in despair. But then a thought came to him and he took a pebble and dropped it into the bucket. Then he took another pebble and he dropped it into the bucket. Then he took another pebble and he dropped it into the bucket. Then he took another pebble and dropped it into the bucket. One more time. Then he took another pebble and dropped it into the bucket. And then at last, at last, he saw the water mount up near him. And after casting in a few more pebbles, he was able to quench his thirst and save his life. Here are some pebbles regarding being rooted into the church that will save you. Firstly, defeat your ego. I don't need help. I can do it on my own. Leave it to me. No one has to tell me how I live. The first step away from individualism is to think of yourself less. Unity is conceived when we think about we more than we think about me. What's it going to take to make us think that we can't do life on our own, that we do need others? Defeat your ego. Secondly, make the time. Other people are never convenient. If you wait till you feel like it, you are never going to have genuine rootedness into the church. Thirdly, be respectful. We're all different. No one is like you. And there are always people that irritate us. But they are there for their benefit, but they are also there for our benefit. Because when you stop long enough to understand someone, then you know what they've been through and why they are like they are. Be respectful. Fourthly, be a loyal supporter in your church. If the devil is an accuser, then and if I step into the place of just criticising and murmuring and complaining about God's family, about the church, then I am doing the devil's job. Five, don't listen to gossip. You know how, we, we know not to speak of it, but don't listen to it. People who gossip to you are going to gossip about you. So, firstly, being rooted in the church means that you are not going to be the centre of the universe. 
and that's good. But we need to make sure that we defeat some of these uh, enemies. Secondly, rooted in the church means you'll be part of a construction. Paul wrote this in Ephesians 2, 19 to 22. You are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. According to Paul, the temple with its dividing walls was gone. It was still there at the time of Paul's writing, but he says it's worthless now. It might as well not be there anymore. God is doing something new. That's what Paul says. There is a new building, a new household for people. And this is, of course, the church. Paul shows us what the church was, but we in 2020, we need to make sure that what he saw is still here in some form. Here's Paul's view of the church. Number one, the foundation was Christ Jesus, the name above all names. The cornerstone was the act of sacrifice, the cross. Listen to me. The floor of the church has the blood of Christ. In 2020, the church still needs to give Jesus the highest honour, no one else, just him. The floor of the church should not have any other blood there, only the blood of Jesus. Secondly, the foundation of apostles and prophets was clear to see, even from an apostle in a prison. He doesn't mention the other three officers of the fivefold ministry which is clearly of importance to him. We see that in his writings. Apostles, prophets, heralds, messengers, they've heard and they speak. In 2020, the church still needs the apostolic, people who are sent with spiritual authority and the prophetic, people who are inspirational carriers of the word of God and who bring revelation by his spirit. Three, there was no outsiders. Unlike the temple, no one, no one was excluded. Both Jew and Gentile together in the same household. In 2020, the church still needs to post its all our welcome signs. In localised churches, it just may not be relevant to find Jews and Gentiles together. But what is relevant is there, there must be no racial divide, no cultural prejudice, no what's in it for me attitudes. Egos are left behind, as we've mentioned. There are no pretenses, deception and lies. Before you think I, I'm just speaking about some utopia, there's no fantasy either fantasy must be gone fantasy and dreams of what church should be should should go Bonhoeffer said he uh, loves his dream of community more than the Christian community itself becomes a destroyer of the latter number four a place where God lives the temple was always known for the holy of holies 
where God chose to be. Paul says God is now living in the church. In 2020, God still loves his church. The call is for us to love the church the way that he loves the church. We must speak of the church and treat the church the way that he does, with the full knowledge of what Christ did for the church. And finally, before you launch into a depression, because you may think, oh, well, I'm just so imperfect. Note that Paul says that we are a work in progress. We are rising to become. We are being built together and we are becoming a dwelling. He's not finished with us yet. Uh, we're going to get better. The church will get better. But we need to be rooted into that construction. Thirdly, rooted into the church means you'll be on a journey of colour. Rooted into the church means you'll be part of a construction. Rooted into the church means you won't be the centre of the universe. But here I'm saying rooted into the church means also you'll be on a journey of colour. Every day 60,000 new people come to believe Jesus Christ as their Lord and Saviour. By the end of the day, thousands of new churches will be started throughout the world no matter whether the pandemic is here or not. And that will happen tomorrow and it will happen the day after. One of our Elam partners in Northern India told me this week, they are contained by the pandemic, they are contained by persecution. But in the last six months, they've baptised 1,139 people. That, 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 that's a, a movement of churches. And they have prepared for baptism 1,618 people. And in those same months, the last six months, they have gone into 881 new villages with the gospel for the first time. They're not campaigning for their buildings to be opened. They're just getting on with the, with the, with the, with the growth of, of the church. But the growth of the church isn't the glory of the church. It's not all about numbers and, and development. That's not the glory of the church. Here's the glory of the church. The Apostle Paul says in Ephesians 3, verse 10 to 11, his intent was that now, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and the authorities in the heavenly realms according to his eternal purpose that he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. In him and through faith in him we may approach God with freedom and confidence. Let me just give a line. His intent was that now, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and the authorities in the heavenly realms. What a beautiful word manifold is and how important during these times to use it. It means many coloured. And we see the, see the beauty of it in the embroidered cloths and carpets. It's, it's many coloured. The church. It is manifold. It is multiracial, multicultural community. It is this intent of Christ, the church, that the rulers and the authorities, the earthly and heavenly societies and social structures are confronted with. And what do they see about the church? They are looking at a prismatic community of people of all ages, of all colour, all background, of all social and cultural background. 
God of all race and tribes of all languages together in a united one voice of worship to God right across the globe. The church is a prism because the light of God rebounds off our oneness telling the universe, the spiritual realms, the earthly realms about God that the rulers and authorities did not know but the church declares it. The light of God refracts through human life and human reconciliation. More of God can be seen through us than can be seen without us. Our diversity is a gift to the physical and the spiritual world which marginalises or kills those who are different. Today, social media, Christian websites, books, magazines, every possible media along with conversations in coffee shops, well, maybe not. And wherever possible, people will be speaking their views on their world from their perspective. Division through ethnicity, culture and religion, deep generational racism, condescending economic differences, revealing who is truly blessed will be suggested in those conversations. But we need more than ever the men and women of God to step out of their comfort zones and to speak well of those people who are different to them. To speak from a rootedness of the church. To say and to demonstrate through words and decisions how God has a plan for all mankind and that is to dwell in each one of them through the presence of Christ and for him to be seen in all the people through the church. The church is a prismatic community of people of all ages, of all colour, of all social cultural background, of all race, all tribes, all languages together. It's the church. We need to be rooted into Northampton Elam Church. Why? Because you will know you are not the centre of the universe. It's not all about you. It is about the community. Because you will know that you are part of a construction that the Spirit of God is working on. And you will know that you are part of something so beautiful, so colourful, that it brings glory to God. Be rooted in this church. Put your roots deep down. You're not here for yourself. You're here for the glory of God. At times it will be tough. At times it will be difficult for you. At times you may even want to walk away. But you will not. Because this is a community of the believers and followers of Jesus Christ. And you will give yourself into being rooted into this place. May God bless you today.